The Elvis and podcast is meant to be a parody of the rock and roll lifestyle and should not be taken seriously. Though the monologues are true accounts as told by some of Elvis's closest confidants, the scenes are improvised and completely fictional. In other words, if you use this information at your local quizzo, you'll not only lose, but likely be asked never to come back. Well, I got a little story that I want you to know. Oh, oh, I'm gonna make that shit up as I go. Oh, oh, I'm gonna start with a little bitty kernel of truth, but then it's gonna turn nutty like a baby root. So take it with some salt and a grain of sand, half a fried banana sandwich, and listen to Elvis Ain't. Elvis Ain't. Elvis Ain't. For the first half of his career, Elvis's weird behavior was kept under wrap not only by those in the inner circle, but by average Joes and Janes as well. By the mid-70s, Elvis's loose grip on reality was starting to surface in the one place that no one could control him, the stage. As Elvis's life started to spiral out of control, his drug abuse would loosen his tongue during concert performances. In between songs, innocent anecdotes about his career and his music were replaced with rants about his divorce, tabloid rumors, disrespectful people, karate, and anything else that popped into his drug-addled mind. Sometimes the stories were bizarrely funny, other times they were full of fury. Many times his asides were just pure gibberish. But toward the end, when Elvis went off script, the stories were funny, angry, bizarre, and incoherent all at the same time. If you want to hear a perfect example of Elvis's awkward stage presence, you should seek out a bootleg recording of a Las Vegas concert from September 2nd, 1974. Dubbed the Desert Storm by fans, this performance finds Elvis in good voice and his band in top shape, but it's also filled with weird monologues and diatribes. Between all of your favorite Elvis hits, you'll hear the King address tabloid rumors, backhand compliment Bill Cosby, talk about the dangers of narcotics, mumble incoherently about karate, and threaten ex-wife Priscilla's boyfriend and a local reporter. In the last couple of years, these types of monologues dominated his sets, and the music suffered greatly. Thank you. Thank you very much, man. That was from my movie, Harem Scarum, which I think some of you may have saw, seen. See saw. God damn, man. I'm out of breath. Look, man, I just need a breather before we go into the next number. I just want to thank you all for, for coming tonight. I know it's, uh, these are not the cheapest tickets in the world now. I respect you, and the band does too, and I just want to say, man, that I, you know, a couple of years ago, I got into this, uh, spiritual thing. I was, uh, I was reading lots of books about, uh, religion and philosophy, and, uh, Somebody, Somebody tried, tried to, to push, push this, this book, book on me, it was called like Diabetics, Diabetics or something like that. Written by Alvarez or Rhubarb or something like that. Rhubarb. Did he just say Rhubarb? Barbarella. Barbarbarbarine. Give me a beat there. That's not my song. And then what was I talking about? I got, I got wired the wrong way for a minute. Anyway, I'm, uh, I'm going to do this number number for you. It's, uh, some, Some folks, folks think, think it's about, about love, I think, I think it's about, about karate. karate. Which in many ways is like love, but, but with, with fists, fists, which is kind of like the southern like way of love. love. Charlie. Charlie. Charlie, brother, just give me an E. Give me, a, give me an E for it. Is that, that, that close enough? 
Let's get into this. Well, my friends, I think we gotta we gotta cut back his meds or something, or tell him not to talk as much. He's going cuckoo kachoo. Yeah, is there a chance we can get the band to just start playing faster and just ignore it? Because it is. Man, he went way into some deep stuff there. He He's saying it wrong. He said diabetics, first of all. And he says something about rhubarb pie. I had to run out and grab something to eat. Yeah, he got all hungry and stuff. Uh, guys, he is. He is going off the rails up there. He, and I don't like that he's talking about the spiritual stuff because we had enough to deal with that back at the house. Yeah, I thought we'd clean that all up. I thought so, too. He's still putting soap on some of the doorknobs. Well, I just got used to that at some point. It was that odor-free kind. And... I don't need to wash my hands anymore when I use the bathroom. Why would I? Yeah, because you're going to get a little uh, soap on there anyhow. You just pee it off. Uh, maybe maybe we cut his microphone or something like that, Colonel. I don't know if that's something that you'd want to work out with the engineers. I'll just get a little button right here so I can cut his mic. At least so the audience can't hear it. The king's going to get really upset if he knows we're trying to cut him down. Man, I got to tell you one thing, ladies and gentlemen. Somebody that's able to cut this microphone off, I would strangle him with my goddamn hand. Maybe I'll leave that thing. button alone. Yeah, that spiritual thing is happening. I mean, like, he still can read minds and stuff. The man is unbelievable. Yeah, he's high and everybody in the front row right now, too. I saw two people fall down, but they may have been for broken hips. He does have a demographic. I mean, he's already off the rails. They got three people in the front row, mouth agape, if you will. Now he's trying to heal him. I will heal you. Hell, this has got to stop. Money sure is good. We are bringing it in. We are racking it in. And maybe we let him go, but we put a disclaimer on the back of every ticket. That's a good idea. Why don't we, uh, why don't we write that up right now? All right. Uh, dear patron of the king. Pretty familiar. Mission. Dear ticket holder. Yeah, too. Monologues A are for are free, oh. uh, but you get uh, twice the ticket price. Oh, so you're raising prices. Yeah, why not? You know, in, in every everything he says, there is a bit of advice in there that you could use in your real life. How about this rhubarb pie we cut in? I got an idea. It says, dear ticket holders, rhubarb pie will be served free during the monologues. Mm. Oh, we distract them. Yeah, but with the raised ticket price, we'll still be making money. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I want to ask you kindly to refrain from eating during my performance. <laughs> yeah, that's Damn, I was just going to open up a rhubarb pie. Right. Damn it. Uh, ticket holder, uh, take no offense, uh, uh, something along the lines of uh, the Elvis uh, may or may not go off the rails. Uh, I got an idea. Why don't we draw pictures of naked ladies on the back of the tickets, and maybe people will just be so They'll just start rubbing them out. Dear ticket holder, feel free to rub one out to the <laughs> pictures on the back of this during this crazy monologues. Just the monologues, not the music. Not the music. Perfect. Okay, so we're all in agreement then. All right, naked pictures. Uh, you take the ticket of the sex that you want to rub it out to when you come in. They'll have to ask a question up front, but... Who you into? Yep, innies or outies. All right, then. Get our, get our house artist on this. All righty then, dicks and tits. <laughs> well, thank you. God damn, that was fun to sing. And, uh, yeah, I want to say that's my, I got my ex-wife's out in the audience there. Priscilla, you know, get up and uh, take a bow. We're still friends. Yeah, and, uh, not with benefits. With, uh, friend, friends within reason. There's some sort of restraining order. There's some sort of thing. That I, this is about as close as I can get to her right now. It's like 500 feet or something. I don't know. I was never good with rules. Your Honor, it's a high-profile marriage that has come to an end. It's just getting a little offensive around. My client, Priscilla, uh, now they want to remain friends and it looks good in the public. And they have a daughter they want to raise, and they want to keep it nice and tight. 
but we have to keep Mr. Elvis away from Priscilla in public. It's gone too far. Tell him how he keeps trying to move my bush. Elvis, we all know, is well publicized. He uh, thought he could move things with his mind. There's no thinking about it, man. I can do it. Mm -hmm. Mr. President, please. Oh. Right, I'm just trying to demonstrate to the court, man. Anyway, Your Honor, I believe I still have the floor. Elvis convinced he could move bushes. The double entendre that it is. This is both offensive, aggressive, and of course untrue. It could also be messy. Oh, yeah, untrue. This needs no more talking in this courtroom about your bush, or any other bushes, henceforth here throughout. Counselor, what do you have to say? Your Honor, I am uh, my own counselor because I'm not a coward. I don't need to hide behind some fancy lawyer. They say a man who represents himself in court is a fool or something to that. Fool, fool's gold? Goddamn, it's a good sandwich, man. It's a goddamn baguette, and it's full of peanut butter and jelly and crispy bacon, and I ate two. In Can we stay on I'll topic? I'll take your word for it, Mr. Presley. Man, but what, well, what kind of a man, a real man, can not only eat two fool golds loaf? But also represent himself in court, man. I have transcended the law with my mind. Your hunger prowess being what it is, what do you have to say in regards to Mrs. Presley's accusations of bush moving? I would say to her, I wonder if you're lonesome tonight. Fate made me move your bush and a lot of other things. The old Susquehanna shim-sham, nipples working, tweaking. Oh. The back door log thing. I've heard enough. Your Honor, if He's I... basically quoting himself. I mean, these were all song titles. Some well, of them didn't get made. Yeah, well, back door log film did. Uh, it only uh, got released in uh, Tijuana, I believe. But it went number number one down there. Sounded like number two. Well, it was number two for two weeks. Your Honor, I have to step in here. Uh, if I could please address Mr. Presley myself. Mr. Presley, I am representing Priscilla, your ex-wife. I know you, you will speak to me. Please keep all correspondence away from my client in the courtroom. I don't speak to you, Jack. I didn't marry you. Goddamn, that's illegal. And it's weird. I never married her. And so what if I met her when she was massively underage? So what if her daddy practically pimped her out? <laughs> So what if that dinner was really weird the first time we met? It doesn't matter, man. We got a bond that you and I do not have, and I have with her, man, and you are all trying to sever that bond. Mr. Presley, your ramblings are just insane. I rule for in a 500-foot restraining order. Done. At least from my bush. Look, I just want to say, if this is what Priscilla wants, this is what Priscilla wants. But I just want to go on record and say that she had a bush that was unbeatable, man. That thing was like... I think it was like a nectarine drenched in brandy, wrapped in sugar, wrapped in bacon, and then served in another bush that was equally as sweet. <laughs> so noted. Honey, if this is what you want, then it's what you want. Oh my god, it's moving again! I can't help it, man. I got powers. Well, I want to address some of these rumors. I've never soiled myself on stage, and as never a lie. I was gassy one night, and I'm sure the microphone picked it up, but it also could have been one of them weird percussion instruments, too, or a microphone cord stretching, or something like that, man. Here's some other lies I'd like to dispel right now. I never drank codeine cough syrup out of a champagne flute to the point of uh, almost uh, dying. Not, not in Vegas, anyway. I never ate my own weight in spinach. I don't know where that came from. I do not like that stuff. 
I don't care what. Who was that guy? The, the sailor. He's got the big, uh, big arms, and he's like, go, 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 go. Papa, Papa, Papa. That's his name. Papa. He is on the take from the spinach council. Goddamn Papa. I go for a Papa right now. You know what I'm talking about? But not now, because I'm on stage. But maybe later. What's I talking about? Oh hell, who cares? Let's do a suspicious mind. I want to address something right now, ladies and gentlemen. I was supposed to be on the uh, Jerry Lewis telethon for all those kids in the chairs and such, and I missed it. And they said I missed it because I was uh, I was messed up and strung, uh, strung out on something. I was like, oh, my God, Jack. My God, Jack, I've never been strung out on anything. Those kids look like they're strung out, but they ain't strung out. They just got a dealt a, a cruel hand. But uh, a couple of years ago, I might have been able to heal them, but that's a different story. Um, I think that what can heal them and heal all this is uh, the power of pharmaceuticals is, uh, is just mighty deep, folks. I don't know if you've read up on this, but there's a book I would like to, to plug. It's by my good friend, Dr. Nick. It's about the healing powers of uh, these pills with funny names, but they're, they're, they're all kinds of fun colors. They're red and blue and some things, and they go down pretty easy if you like syrup. But anyway, that's why I wasn't there. Wait, I never did say why I wasn't there. Um, I had the, the screaming shits, for lack of a better time. No, did he just say screaming shits? There's no other word for it. I had to, Anyway, I was not feeling well. My stomach was playing tricks on me. Anyway, I missed that, and I'd like to make it up to all them kids by doing this song right now. It's called, uh, You'll Never Walk Again. I mean, you'll never walk alone. <laughs> when you walk. Goddamn. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jerry Lewis. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. As you can see, we're in the hour 20 of this telethon. We haven't raised nearly enough money for these poor, poor children. But I think that's going to change right now because, ladies and gentlemen, on this stage, making his first television appearance in several years, would you welcome, please, Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley. Ladies and gentlemen, big hand, Elvis. Where the hell is Elvis? Hey, guys. Uh, Mr. Lewis, um... Elvis Presley is um, indisposed this evening. Indisposed. It's, he's like in the just he's running late. He's uh... he's running something, but um, he's not going to be here. What? Like at all? Yeah. He's no. He's a no show. He like I can't even just buy some time. He's got. <sighs> Elvis is not in the building. All right. All right. All right. Uh, Jerry. Jerry. What are you going to do, Jerry? Jerry. Don't freak out, Jerry. Just uh... okay. Okay. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do that. Damage control. All right. I got this. Ladies and gentlemen, I am very uh, sorry. And uh, disappointed to uh, tell you that uh, Elvis cannot be with us tonight due to a uh, uh, a uh, personal uh, reason. Uh, is uh, I am I'm not really sure what it is, but he, he sent his message and he apologizes to all of you, and he's going to make a donation himself. Uh, I know we're all disappointed, but I think we're going to uh, we've got something else planned that I think you're going to love. It's just as good as the return of Elvis on stage. This is a clip from my latest movie that I'm working on. It's called The Day the Clown Cried. So enjoy this. You're getting a first glimpse. It'll be out next Christmas for all the fun and pleasantries and all that good stuff. And let's look at it a little later. The Day the Clown Cried. (laughs) 
Und Jo, over there. Put on the clown the makeup. My Nazis. <lacht> I'm, I'm not making movies much anymore. There's a couple of concert films out there, but I think my days of acting are done, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, uh, no, 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 it's okay. It's okay. I mean, uh, every everything, nothing gold can stay, as it were, pony boy. But uh, I, I do have a new album now. It's uh, it's called I'm a Thousand Years Old or something like that. It's uh, it's not a biographical in any means. I am not a thousand years old. Um, But it's full of uh, beautiful, beautiful uh, hymns. Uh, the record company was like, we don't, we don't want you to do another uh, hymn album. There's no money in that. I was like, there's no money in God. But that's by God, man, that's just cruel. If, uh, if, uh, if there's nobody uh, more deserving of your money, it's uh, Jesus Christ. And that's why I, uh, for every record sold, I'm going to uh, donate uh, 10% to uh, Jesus. I've got this check here. Jesus can get 10% of my ass. I ain't cutting him a big fat check. This is made as a novelty check. Made out to Jesus. Or cash. Whatever he prefers. He just let me know. He, he obviously can't take this to the bank because it is a giant novelty check. Or I don't know. Maybe there is a bank in heaven that accepts checks that are unreasonably large and uh, in fancy writing. But uh, this is for Jesus. Um, I just wrote Jesus. I did not have them write Jesus H. Christ. Does anybody know what the, the H stands for? I've never been able to figure it out. Is it, is it Horace? I am not making out a check to Jesus H. Christ. What does H stand for in Jesus uh, H. Christ? Herbert. Hortense. Hercules. Horcrux. Whore in general and whore period. Like ho or yeah. whore? with a H? Like tor? H-O-R or H-O-R-E? Ooh. Horse. Could be horse. Oh, could be horse. That's biblical. Could be hamburger. Ham-fisted. Well, that sounds a little rude. Hampton, Connecticut. Han Solo. Handjob. Hunico. Hold on a second. You think <laughs> the word handjob is in the Bible? Ha- Harold. Harry. Horatio. Han- Ooh, Horatio. That's, that's good and biblical. That's like king-like, too. That sounds good. Uh, Jesus Horatio Christ. Oh, boys, I know what it is. Hallelujah. Doesn't that make the most sense? It's a little too on the nose, though. You think they would have been uh, hallelujah and all around? And wouldn't that be everybody's middle name back then? Well, hold on. Don't you think when the angel came to Mary and said, hey, God's going to knock you up real good, she'd say hallelujah. Yeah, it's like she... Hell. Oh, my oh, God. Oh. It's like an oxymoron. Does somebody just say oxycotton? Happy. Oh, that's happy. Jesus happy Christ. Jesus happy mother effing Christ. Oh, now he's got a longer name. I am not making out a check to Jesus happy motherfucking Christ. Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle, I like that one. That's a good one. Hogwash. Did we say that? No, I see what you're doing there. You're going, uh, you're going entirely. That's like an atheist belief. Hancock. We're back to hand job again, aren't we? Hash brown. Well, that probably didn't have hash browns back then. You only know, think they had hash browns? Then they had potatoes? When did Ireland get invented? Heralding. Herald. Angels, herald angels, sing, hark, hark, harkens, harkensaw. Hold on a second, I think I hear him on stage doing H's as well. What's he got up there? Is the king into this? I don't think he stopped since we started this. Hector. You think he meant Hector like the name or as a measurement of water? No, the name, not a measurement of water. Oh, well, that clears that up. He's riffing up there in tandem with us. Handsome. Jesus handsome Christ. Hurley Gurley. Hurley Burley? Hurley Burley. Hurley Burley is a great play by David Ray, but if you've ever seen it performed, it's uh, like Donovan, Hurley Burley man. How about just hands? Jesus hands Christ. He's probably using his hands a lot. 
I like all this. I don't know. That's what it is. It's got to be, man. Jesus, high our Christ. I am not paying Jesus, high our Christ. God damn, man. Oh. God damn, boys, I tell you. That was a hell of a show tonight, man. That was one for the ages. I mean, that band was tight. Yep. Those songs were cooking. Mm-hmm. I saw people just kind of bopping in their seats. And I tell you, man, as good as the music was tonight, I think I think I might have touched some people in my words, man, because in between those sets, I was just laying the truth down, man. And I, goddamn, I hope RCA was running tape. That's the one that's going to sell, man. That's going to be a live album to end all live albums, man. Um, King, I, I, I think, um, you know, we doubled the price of the tickets. And that worked. That was good. Oh, that was, that was great. And, 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 and I think... People really want to hear the the music coming from the king. Oh yeah, man, no doubt. I mean, that, that show sold out in like no time, man. That's, no, no, no. And especially those inflated prices that the colonel put on those tickets, man. Right they loss. love your music. Yeah, yeah. man, and I, I feel it, man. Yeah, King, uh, I would say that the double the price of admission, they are getting a double show. I mean, you are giving them their money's worth and then some. I think double the price of admission double the music might be the way to go. Yeah, um, I think more music would make the people yeah. much more happy. Man, we don't got time to learn more stuff, man. When am I going to tell them about me, man? They are enjoying the music, but they want this side of the king, the side they never saw. King, you just can't go telling the crowd about your screaming shits. Yeah, that was too far. Oh, man, maybe that was, that was a little too honest. I, I'm trying to go for transparency on stage. I'm trying to ascend this celebrity noose that has been hanging me. And we all appreciate that, uh, King, but uh, I heard rhubarb tonight. What, what, rhubarb? Yeah, I had to run out to the concession stand three times. Made us hungry. I don't even remember that shit, man. I said rhubarb. Yeah, and you said diabetics. And you told people about you should take pills for everything. Diabetes is a horrible disease, man. And uh, I'm just trying to do a public service, man. Right, but I think as you're doing public service and pointing out the fact that you're neglecting other public services like telethons or whatnot, it's probably not a great public service. Man, there were rumors about my absence at that telethon. I was just trying to spell those myths that I was too fucked up to show up, man. I Just you know, say sick, King. Just say I was sick. You referred to shits as the Apple Dumpling Gang. Which is a good movie. And uh, it mean, we it sound like you're saying it's a shitty movie. No, that is a good movie. I laugh at that Tim Conway and F. Don Knox. Goddamn, they're a good team. King, about um, Dr. Nick's book that you keep recommending everybody read, mm, yeah, that man is just a list of pills that you order from. Like, you cannot start telling people just to get the book of pills. Yeah, it's, a, it's an actual catalog, and if I'm not mistaken, Dr. Nick, he owns it, but it's it's not like he wrote it. You keep saying it's Dr. Nick. It's, what, are they going to go over to his house and knock on the door and say, can I man, read your book? Well, he should publish that thing, man, because that is the future. It's a published book. It's already published. <laughs> he should make it readily available for every man, woman, and child in America to have a copy of that book. Ooh, King, oh, I got another one while we're just riffing here. You know, I think the colonel's going to agree with this. Telling I think her I know where you're going. You can't tell people the money's going to Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he can cash a check. Yeah, I don't think Jesus has a bank account. Look, that motherfucker came back from the dead after three days. I'm sure he can cash a goddamn check. I mean, turning water into wine and fish in the bread. Be that I mean, as it may, Elvis, you just can't go giving it away. Well, you... you trying to say it might offend my Jewish fans? That's exactly what I'm saying, yes. Uh, you just you don't want to offend anybody. All right, maybe I'll tone it down on the Jesus. Maybe it could, Yahweh? Everybody loves Yahweh. Yeah, Yahweh. Yahweh. Yeah, more universal higher being if you want to donate some money, but then you just went off too long about what H stands for. 
Come on, E. Well, goddamn, man, that has been a mystery that even my higher transcendence has not been able to unlock. You boys know what I'm talking about. Everybody's sat around wondering one time or another what the hell Jesus H. Christ stands for. Yeah, I cannot believe that when we were going through the names, we didn't think of Hiya. What the hell is Hiya? Hiya. Hey, you can put it in there. I didn't get Hiya out of you, man. Come on. Hiya. Yeah, we're Oh, great. I think what we're saying here, Elvis, is the more music, less mumbo jumbo. Colonel, man, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but that ain't jumbo, man. That is picking from the heart. Save your voice, Elvis, is what we're saying. Save your voice for for, for the end of the show. Don't you question me. All right, 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 King. All right. I'm down, King, here. Oh, you got my blood boiling, man. We don't mean to be attacking you, King. We just honest criticism. Uh, We're Johnny. Look out for the betterment of all of us. Oh, man. When you're talking, maybe go, I was sick. Don't say, with the shits. Say, I'd like to donate money. Don't say donate money to Jesus Christ. Just keep it halfway. Less is more. Goddamn, boys. I feel like I should change my name to Elvis H. Presley because you are crucifying me right now with your words. King, we are not the Sanhedrin. We are like the apostles. Sam Davis, did he stop by tonight? What's he think of my monologues? He left. He left during the Jesus H. Christ stuff. Well, that eyeball itches. Well, I got a little story that I want you to know uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm gonna make that shit up as I go uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm gonna start with a little bitty kernel of truth But then it's gonna turn nutty like a baby root So take it with some salt and a grain of sand Have a fried banana sandwich and listen to Elvis Hand Elvis Hand Elvis Hand Elvis has left the building.